We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. My friends, it makes me so happy to be spending some time with you here today on Empower Radio. It really does do my heart proud and bring me great joy. So thank you. There's a lot of things you can be doing with your time. So we are so grateful at Empower Radio to just be connecting. So I have a question. Do you sometimes find yourself comparing and competing with other people? Do you ever beat yourself up for not being thinner, more beautiful, more successful, or just because you ate too many potato chips. I know for sure this was the case for me. For years, I was so mad at myself for not being more, doing more, and weighing less. I was mad at my mistakes, misadventures, and mishaps. But what I have learned was all that anger at myself was not helping me move the direction I really wanted to go to in my life. In fact, it pretty much guaranteed that I would not. Well, I'm happy to say I did indeed learn some life lessons that moved me from victim to victor. And now I'm thrilled to be talking to an expert in this arena. So if you're ready to turn the tides, up-level your life, and give a promotion to your inner bully, boy, do I have a show for you here today on Journey to Center. We are here with Amy Ehlers. Amy holds a BA from the University of California and is an international certified success coach and a wake-up call coach. Amy has been featured as an expert on many radio programs and television networks, including ABC, Fox. She's also contributed wonderful wisdom to the Washington Post and the Huffington Post. Additionally, Amy is a best-selling author. Her first book, Big Fat Lies, Women Tell Themselves, Ditch Your Inner Critic, and Wake Up to Your Inner Superstar. Her new book that we're going to be talking about today that she co-wrote with Christine Arilo, entitled Reform Your Inner Mean Girl, Seven Steps to Stop Bullying Yourself and Start Loving Yourself. Their new book introduces a universal seven-step program that helps women change their relationship with themselves from self-sabotage to self-love. With a mixture of play, humor, creativity, and self-inquiry, Reform Your Inner Mean Girl transforms a woman's self-bullying thoughts, emotions, actions, and feelings, and helps her get in touch with a much more powerful and empowered voice. Her inner wisdom. After graduating, women can finally make choices that help them create more happiness, more peace, more love, and success in their lives. So, Amy, thank you so much for being here today on Journey to Center. Oh, Tammy, thank you so much for having me. What a beautiful introduction. And I just love, love, love what you said at the beginning of the show about you know, your own journey of beating yourself up and then really stepping out of that and breaking free of that. And I'm so excited for everyone listening right now and and really trusting and hoping and knowing that we are going to inspire so many people to do that today. And I don't know about you, Amy, but I didn't even know I didn't like myself. I just knew my life sucked. And when somebody (laughs) said, Tammy, I think you're just not very nice to yourself. I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Right. I know. I know. It's crazy. crazy. It's like, it's really that simple. I've been a life coach now for going on 15 years. And that was the thing, that was the common thread that I had with almost every single one of my clients, no matter what walk of life, whether they were a struggling artist or a stay-at-home mom or an entrepreneur or a VP at, you know, a Fortune 500 company. 
that theme of women in particular beating themselves up and putting all of these unrealistic expectations on themselves and then wondering why why they didn't feel happy and why they didn't feel successful. No matter what was happening on the outside, there was always this internal battle. And yes. I just think it's, it's epidemic. It really is epidemic in our society. I think it's true. This is one of your quotes, and I think it's so accurate. One of the most prevalent reasons women are unhappy, unfulfilled, and stressed out is the mental and emotional abuse suffered at their own hands. Yeah. It's That's so true. it right there. Well, and, and you know, we keep thinking that when we achieve these outer things, these outer moments of success, whether it's, you know, the scales is a certain number or the jeans that you wore in high school fit you again or college or whatever, or you hit that next level in your career or you finally fall in love and have your soulmate into your life, that those are going to be the things that bring you success. But the truth is that it's always like you say here on your show, it is an inside job. Really and so is. we, it really starts from within. It's about finding that peace and that success and really claiming that feeling of happiness inside of us and then bringing it to our lives instead of trying to extract it from our lives. That's so true. You know, my subtitles are manifesting from the inside out and this shows journey mm. to center because it really is that. It's about yeah. finding that place inside of ourselves, relaxing into it and loving ourselves. And I like something that you say. A lot of people say there's a bullying epidemic, but you say there's a self-bullying epidemic. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, and, and left unchecked, you know, Christine and I call it the inner mean girl because we've heard so much about those mean girls on the playgrounds or in the halls of junior high or even the mean girls in the corporate boardroom or around the water cooler or at the PTA. But the truth is that the meanest bully of them all is the one inside our own heads. And That's when so we begin true. to really reform her, then we can start to really reform the outer mean girls as well. Because inside every outer mean girl is a huge, enormous, prickly, ugly inner mean girl, to be sure. Yeah, people aren't mean unless they don't like themselves, unless they have an inner mean girl. That's I totally right. agree with you. Yes, so, absolutely. Amy, you, you write about in your book, there are different kinds, different types of inner mean girls. Can we talk yes. about that? Yes. Well, you know, one of the things that's tricky about the inner mean girl, and I think that's also tricky about the outer mean girl, is that there's those that are, you know, overtly mean, they're very cruel, they're kind of easy to spot, the typical bully. But then there's also the inner mean girls that are more manipulative and a little sneaky. And so what Christine and I really discovered in the last five years of running our program that's called Inner Mean Girl Reform School, um, what we really found was that there were these 13 different inner mean girl archetypes. And as women really were able to identify what archetype was the main archetype or what archetype, you know, which archetypes were showing up the most in their life, they were able to really start to reform her. It wasn't from really getting to know that inner mean girl that the um, transformation can really begin. And so these 13 different archetypes are really key because, you know, for some women, they have the inner comparison queen, which is a really, really common inner mean girl. She usually compares your worst to everyone else's best. And then every once in a while, she can be really sneaky and compare your best to everyone else's worst so that you start feeling superior. But either way, whether she's giving you a superiority complex or an inferiority complex, it's a lose-lose game. Every time yes. you're going to lose. 
Yes. But then there are the inner mean girl archetypes like the good girl inner mean girl archetype, which I personally have a big good girl inner mean girl archetype. And she shows up in a very different way. She's the one that wants us to say yes when we really need to say no. Mm-hmm. She's the one that is the absolute people pleaser and puts mm-hmm. everybody else's needs in front of her own to the point of resentment and feeling like you have no self-care at all. And all of a sudden you're sick or you're not doing well or you're just completely miserable, but you're holding up this good girl facade. Or, um, you know, then there's the inner worry wart, which is another archetype that's all about, you know, that inner dialogue showing up as anxiety and fear and having you really stay in that loop of fear-based thoughts and worrying all the time. So there, you know, by really identifying what type of inner mean girl you have, it can really open up your mind and open up your heart to a different level of transformation. Mm-hmm. And you also talk about how we can start to expose our personal mean girls' tricks and triggers. What do you mean by that? How can we start to do that? Yeah. So one of the things that we ask women, and this is really, um, you know, in, in the book, Reform Your Inner Mean Girl, the first part of the book is all about getting to know your inner mean girl. Like I said, you can't reform your inner mean girl until you really know things about her. So step one is about revealing that type of inner mean girl, finding that inner mean girl archetype that you can really associate. And then step two is about exposing your inner mean girl's tricks and triggers, as you said, Tammy. And so that's really about like, where does your inner mean girl show up? When she shows up, what does she actually do? You know, it's like, and, I, and I'll just have all of you listeners here, as I've been saying, you know, I named a couple of the archetypes, the good girl, the worry wart, the comparison queen. We also have, um, you know, the superwoman who's the one that puts every, all the weight of the world on your shoulders. Or maybe you have an inner rejection queen that's all about saying that you're unlovable or you're damaged goods or that no one's ever going to love you or like you. They're just going to reject you. Whatever type of inner mean girl you have, then the next step is looking at, you know, what triggers her into action? Is there a certain area of your life where your inner mean girl shows up? Is it when you look in the mirror? Is it with your sex life? Is it and money and finances? Does she show up whenever you try to go and um, pay your bills? Or any of you that are moms or dads out there, maybe she shows up the most around parenting and your parenting decisions. Really getting to know what triggers her. And then when she's triggered, what does she actually have you do? Does she have you overeat or overspend or take over responsibility? Does she have you, you know, run around like a mad woman so that you never stop ever to rest at all? Really doing those investigations and starting to really get to know the flavor of your inner mean girl and and what happens when she shows up. Mm -hmm. And you say that, I think I read somewhere that you said that there's there's a, a mission. The inner mean girl is really there to protect us or yes. serve us in some capacity. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, well, this is, this is such a good question. And I know that in your work, I'm sure that you've encountered this. But, you know, oftentimes, 
you know, people will say, Let, can't, oh, great, I, okay, I discovered my inner mean girl archetype. I get what happens when I show up. I'd like to now kill her. Can I please kill her off? <laughs> no, and you I'm can't like, do that. <laughs> no, sweetie, like I wish, you know, on some level we all wish that we could just like take that inner mean girl and, you know, send her off to Timbuktu and she'll it's never show up e- again. It's e- e- eject but, button and she's to the moon. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But that is not how the human psyche works. It's just right. not. So what we've discovered is that, you know, I, I'm a mom, I have um, a one-year-old and a seven-year-old, and it's been really fascinating to watch in my oldest daughter's development that, you know, when she was five, six years old, I could ask her, you know, do, do you have a voice inside your head that's not very kind to you? Do, you? do you ever say things to yourself that are not very nice? And she would look at me with like this blank stare, like, what are you talking about, mommy? But then when she started to cross the threshold at about, you know, late, you know, late in her sixth year on the planet, you know, to seven years old, that's when that inner mean girl really starts getting developed. And this is part of the human experience and the development of the human psyche. Up until that point, we just are basically present. We're in the moment. We don't really have that consciousness But once we're around six or seven, that's when consciousness really develops. And that's when we start to have these internal dialogues. And what we've found is that that internal dialogue can be relatively positive until there's that moment when your inner mean girl is formed. And we have women, um, as you go through the seven-step process of reform your inner mean girl and step three, we have you really take a look at what is the genesis of your particular inner mean girl and maybe it's something where you know that there's something from your childhood where an adult that you love and trusted came at you with fear. And sometimes it can be a really traumatic event. And sometimes it's not something that's that traumatic, but it's just that, ex- that human experience of fear coming into your psyche. Mm-hmm. And so the bottom line is when that inner mean girl is developed, it, it's all about self-protection. It's all about self-preservation. And so it really is our inner mean girl's main job is to maintain status quo, homeostasis in our brains. We like things to be the same. Our brains like to run on autopilot. But what happens is, is that then we get into these ruts of thought and these belief systems that aren't really helping us anymore, but were developed to protect us, but we don't actually need them anymore. So as we go through this seven-step process, what women have told us is that they have fallen so, like, they find this huge amount of compassion and love for their inner mean girls. And so we always say it's about loving them into a new job versus killing them off. It's having that compassion and saying, wow, sweetheart, I, I get that you've been really protecting me. And I actually don't need you to protect me anymore. I, I have an inner wisdom that's here. And that's what the whole second part of the book is about, connecting to that inner wisdom she's going to be in the driver's seat of my life now. Well, and to me, almost like what you're saying is um, you're giving the inner mean girl a promotion to yes. the, like, the wise one or something. Yes. Mm, That's exactly right. So much better. Seven, it's about redeploying her. You yes. redeploy her in your life for good instead of for not necessarily evil, but it's like instead of sabotage, it's about really promoting her, like you said, redeploying her to do some really good things in your life. And so by step seven, you've gotten to know your inner mean girl so well. 
you've gotten to really develop an even stronger connection, as you say, the journey to the center, that journey to the center of your truth and of your self-love and connecting in with what we call the inner wisdom could be your higher self, Mother Mary, Jesus, Buddha, Allah, whatever term works for you, that divine place within you that is the source of unconditional love and unconditional compassion and putting her in charge in your life and then finally redeploying that inner mean girl out on a new mission. So, you know, for me in my life, um, I actually didn't have much of a worry wart um, archetype of inner mean girl until I actually became a mom. And I always joke that when I gave birth to my firstborn, Annabella, I also gave birth to an army of worry warts. And I remember, you know, sitting in the hospital room with this newborn baby in my arms, trying to nurse and struggling with nursing and just this huge wave of anxiety and worry flooding my entire system. And I think it's an experience that many moms, you know, first time moms have. Um, And so that was really the genesis of that particular archetype, that particular inner mean girl for me. And I realized, wow, I get it. Like, I get how moms are, like, staying up all night worrying about their kids. I get why moms turn into, quote-unquote, helicopter moms, like, hovering over their kid all the time, worried sick about them, literally worried sick about them. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I had, something had to change, that I had to find a way to really redeploy my worry wart inner mean girl. Um, my inner mean girl's name is Negative Nelly, by the way. Um, so she, one of her archetypes is the worry wart. She's kind of like Blair from the um, the Exorcist, where she can kind of turn into this different archetypes depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but with mm-hmm. my with um, Negative Nelly, with that worry wart, I I actually reformed her and redeployed her to be my risk assessment manager. Mm. So when I'm on the playground and Annabella is like climbing high on one of these you know, crazy jungle gyms, and I can feel, oh my gosh, I'm worried that she's going to fall from this jungle gym, that this play structure is not safe. I actually then redeploy my worry ward. I'm like, negative Nelly, go and assess the risk for me. I'm going to actually stand here in the sunshine, gratitude for my children, push my little baby in the swing, listen to the birds chirping, and you go and assess the risk for me. And then she'll go back and be like, okay, let me tell you, Amy, here's the deal. <laughs> okay, I'm seeing that there is, you know, 15 kids on the playground. No one's fallen from the play structure. I've done an assessment, and I actually think it's probably 0.001% chance that, that your daughter's going to fall from that play structure. I'm like, okay, I think we, we can, can relax. Odds. I think we're in good shape. <laughs> so she kind of goes and does the worrying for me so that I can actually enjoy being a mom. I love that you're able to have that inner dialogue so that you can bring yourself back to a place of, like, peace. Yes. That's yes. awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. So I know um, numbers, step five is make your inner wisdom your most trusted ally. It sounds like that's what you're doing right there. Yes. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's the thing. We always say that there's two voices inside of you. We use the metaphor in the book of it's almost like a radio station or a broadcasting station tower. And at any moment, you can tune in to the 89.9 FEAR, the fear channel, which is where your inner mean girl is broadcasting 24-7. Or at any moment of any day, you can tune in to 108.00, which is what we call the L-O-V-E love station, mm-hmm. where your inner wisdom is broadcasting 24-7. And so it's really about turning down the volume and changing the station in your mind from the inner mean girl station to the inner wisdom station. 
I love that. It makes it so clear, so comprehensive. What a great tool. Changing from fear to love. And it really is like lining the needle up on the dial. What is it you want to listen to? So I think that's That's such a good piece. So everyone listening right now, like you can really actually try this in this moment. And I and I love we love at Intermingle Reform School, we'd love to get physical with our clients because there is so much wisdom in the body. So I'll just have can we do a quick exercise here, Tammy? Oh, I'd love that. Yes. Let's do it. Okay, awesome. Okay, so everyone Right now, if it's safe to do so, I'd recommend actually closing your eyes for a moment. And I want you to just turn your body to the right and imagine that you're turning the dial in your brain over to 98.9, the F-E-A-R channel, the fear channel, and just turn up the volume there and see what your inner mean girl might be chattering about in this moment. Probably an area where you might be being hard on yourself, beating yourself up in some way. Maybe it's about your, your health how your body feels. It could be about money or career or relationship or a challenge that you're having. And just notice the way that it feels in your body. Like for me, I don't know about you, Tammy, but I, like, I literally start getting constricted in my chest. I feel like I can't breathe as deeply. I can yeah. feel like this racing thoughts going on in my mind. How does it feel for you, Tammy, when you're tuned into that station? Um, I feel in my stomach and I'm getting a little dizzy because it's like I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough and I'm, uh, I'm not doing enough. Yes. So, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm really tapping into this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. So just one more second there. Okay, so now I want you to go ahead and physically turn your body to the left. And just imagine in your mind that you are changing the dial to 108.00, one of the most powerful numbers in the universe, the inner wisdom station. And I'll actually ask you to go ahead and put your hand on your heart and take a deep breath. Ah, Just tuning in to that inner wisdom station. Just notice the way that your body is slowing down. I can hear my voice has gone down a couple octaves <laughs> and just allowing yourself to really tune in for a moment to your inner wisdom. What does your inner wisdom know? And just notice how that feels in your body. For me, I feel actually some heat and some expansion in my chest. And I feel this sense of groundedness. How does this channel or station feel for you, Tammy? Uh, it feels very peaceful. It feels very open. It feels very um, calm. There are less words. Uh, it's just yes. uh, peace. To me, it feels Good like noticing. peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beingness. Right? I like that network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so really, I mean, this is, this can feel, and if, you, if you'd like, you can go ahead and open your eyes. I, I'm just going to keep my hand on my heart here. Um, so yeah, what you what you can really notice, and this is one of the most often questions we get in our work, um, is how do I tell the difference? Especially like if you're making a decision in your life or there's a challenge coming up, how do I tell the difference between the voice of my inner mean girl and the voice of my inner wisdom? And the answer is so simple that it's often overlooked, and that is to go to your body. Mm-hmm. Notice the way that it feels in your body. Yes. There is a way, there's a quality when our inner wisdom, you know, I remember um, many years ago, I've been with my husband now for 15 years, but prior to that, I was in a romantic relationship with an amazing guy. Um, We were living together at the time and I kept beating myself up because I knew that it wasn't the right relationship for me. 
And I remember my inner mean girl would say to me, like when I tuned into the inner mean girl station about do I stay or do I go? I would tune into the inner mean girl station. And she'd be like, just leave them already. You're such a loser. Just leave them already. The message was leave them. But it was coming from this space of beating me up and having me feel horrible about myself. Yeah, judgment. When I finally was able to clear out the noise of my inner mean girl and tune in to that love station, tune in to my inner wisdom channel, it was like, sweetie, it's time to leave him. It's time to release this relationship. But you can both be with people that are going to be a better match for you. And it was said, it was the same message. It's time to leave. It's time to end this relationship. It's time for this to come to completion. But it was said from such love and compassion for me. Rather than the and judgment in the feel form. it in my body. Yes. Yeah. Such a powerful message, Amy. You are, an, you are an incredible delight. I've enjoyed this so much. I would love to have you back on anytime. We just have a minute left here. How can people get a copy of your book or connect with you? Yes, you can go to innermeangirl.com. At innermeangirl.com, you'll get access to our book. You'll get access to all the things we have coming up. And you'll also get access to the free Inner Mean Girl quiz where you can find out what Inner Mean Girl archetype might be running the show. So innermeangirl.com. Well, you are a pleasure. You really um, do know your stuff. You really are an expert. And I love how you say you've helped over 30,000 women Love their inner critic to death. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we want people Thank to you, tap Sammy. into You're such a delight. You know, open You're such your a heart. Delight. Thank you so much. Live in compassion. I mean, really, everything in your life can change once you start doing that more. So I love that you're really helping uh, people, women love themselves more because I really think so much joy, so much peace, so much wisdom comes from that. And that's where we can start to really manifest the life that we all deserve and desire. So to my listeners, gosh, again, I'm so honored to be hanging out with you. Please come to my website, Tammy B, PhD, spelled with an I. If you have any questions, any thoughts, if you want to download um, my prosperity report, Path to Prosperity and a Guided Meditation, we really are here for you at Empower to help you live a more fulfilling, empowered, and inspired life. God bless you. Love from our hearts to yours. Onward and upward. Bye for now. <laughs>